Welcome to Hell Yeah Kick-Ass, the show where we rank everything from kitchen utensils to European countries. Have you ever wondered which birds officially suck, and which ones are reasonable, and which ones kick ass? Now you don't have to wonder anymore. Welcome to Hell Yeah Kick-Ass. This week on the show, I go on a rant about people driving in the rain. We go to a tractor convention with Tanner. Yes, sir. And I go trick-or-treating. And this week, we rank the number one Nintendo games of all time. The NES system, the original, 8-bit, not Mm -hmm. Super Nintendo, not Nintendo 64, none of those. The original. That's all this week on Hell Yeah, Kick-Ass. What's going on, Jessup? Not much, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good today. A little rainy outside, but... It's raining, and I drove over here, and I'm not going to blame Tennesseans. I'm going to blame the, all the people that moved to Nashville from California. Thank you. And I'll blame somewhat Tennesseans and somewhat Midwest. There's no one that's from here anymore. No. Nashville's a transient city. Yeah. So I don't blame... Don't say, oh, Tennesseans can't drive in the rain, because I know way more people that aren't from Tennessee here than people that are native Tennesseans. But this town driving in the rain is like watching cats do algebra. Wow. Um, and a lot of, you might not know this, but when cats do do algebra, mm-hmm. they they know they're solving for X. Right. But they don't understand about doing the parentheses first mm. and then timesing outside the parentheses. They don't understand the process. any of that. They understand what they're supposed to be doing. They know the end result. They don't know the process. They don't know the process. So that's exactly how it it is like driving in Nashville in the rain. I saw two single car accidents where they, no one hit them. They just physically hit the wall. One, one drove over and flipped in the median. There's a flip accident. Water. So it's the funny part is this is why I feel bad. I feel terrible because when the guy drove by me, there's these big, tr- a lot of people drive big trucks. In. Wait, you watched this? Yes. No, I saw the accident. Wow. Enough people had stopped and there was a cop coming the other way where I was oh. like, I'm not stopping. If I, if I was the only one that saw it, I would have stopped to call 911. But okay. it was like, it was pretty heavy. So the guy, um, he's trying to pass, he's trying to weave between the lanes, right? And they think, oh, I got four wheel drive. I said, oh, that's great. You don't have four wheel stop. I just, well, yeah. I'll call her for it. But like, so Four wheel drive does not help you guy? when you start. No, no, that's I know that's how he thought. Yeah, because he's driving a blue F one fifty four by you know it's four wheel drive, and he's weaving in between lanes, and it's raining pretty heavy out there. Um, he starts hydroplaning, loses the back end, truck goes over in the median probably two times, might have been wow. three. I don't know if the guy's alive. I hope he's fine. I think he's gonna be fine. Like it mm. wasn't like violent flip. It was like. Rolling. If he had a seatbelt on, he's going to be fine. With the we had a new cars flip, um, so he's going to be good. I think. I did have the thought. This is why I feel bad. When I watched him weave between the lanes and then pass me on the right, I was like, "This guy deserves to just wipe out." And then he did. Like Whoa. four minutes later, I'm your friend today. Um, Don't hate me today. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I didn't understand what you were saying. <laughs> 
Yeah. I didn't know if you were. I may piss you off and you're not slipping hit my head out here or something. Yeah. I hope Tanner, <laughs> I hope Tanner doesn't make it to the walk to the kitchen. <laughs> so I'm actually in a kind of, I wasn't in a kind of a bad mood, but I think it's the rain watching. Mm-hmm. Then I saw another guy um, pull out of a gas station and then. The visibility is really low. It's the kind of rain where, like, there's just like this fog. So when you said you watched them, you saw them. You didn't. So I saw. I saw both of these happen. The one is fine. The one. The one. The guy is going to probably need to have like his suspension on the driver's side front wheel tire like completely redone because the way he did it, um, he came out of a, a gas station and visibility is low. This guy can't drive too at the right. same time, but he just, he went across and it's one of those ones where it has like a three foot, two to three foot drop. Dro- uh, no, no. So like in the middle, it's like a boulevard, mm-hmm. but it's not technically a boulevard, but between the lanes, there's um, it, like a curb area. Oh, then mm-hmm. it does drop after the curb area. So like a curb area, then it drops into the center. Guy just smokes it with his driver's side tire mm-hmm. and it just crumpled in his like you could see the tire fold in oh man Um, so he went he went to take an aggressive left out of the gas station and boom normally i don't see two two accidents in a day but it is raining pretty nasty out there and Mm -hmm. i just happened to see it today but people cannot drive in nashville and i don't mean when i tell you nashville is the worst driving city on the in the on the planet I don't mean, oh, they drive so aggressively, they're crazy, or, oh, they drive too slow. I mean incapable mm. of controlling their vehicle. So adequacy. A real lack of adequacy for controlling the vehicle. Hmm. Like, they're bad. It's right. really bad here. Um, I watched a lady. This is not recently, but I watched a lady. Uh, you know, like, it's hilly here. <laughs> not mountainous, but hilly. And and she... uh was at a Starbucks parking lot, and the Starbucks is probably about, I don't know, 18 feet above the road because you kind of went up on a, a road. Yeah. I watched her specific. drive off of the Starbucks into the road, and it's because – so I found out what happened to her because it happened right by my house, so people were talking about it, and she just forgot to put her car in park. So she stops in the parking spot and, like – like acts like her car's yeah. in park and like turns around to like get something out of the back seat. Like she's situating her Starbucks and the car just slowly drifts off. Man. So what I mean by that is most people feel their car starting to roll yeah. and realize they're not in park. Right. Like there was a three or four foot area for this car where she could have just said, oh crap, and put her foot on the brake. Nope. Well, there's probably... Is there not like a bumper or a fence? No, she went through the plastic fence and she went over the little curb. I mean, you know, everyone drives SUVs here. Those SUVs will hop a curb and not hop, but they'll go over a curb. Yeah. I mean, I, I, in idle. I mean, I don't have to worry about the rain because I have four wheel drive in my F 150. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But I know when I go over one of those parking blocks. But that's what I'm saying. You easily, this, this lady had. A good 15 seconds to realize she didn't put her car in park. Unless she thought it was in reverse and then just gunned it. Just brakes, man. Yeah. Just <laughs> stop doing everything and use the brakes. But I we, I could go on about how terrible Nashville is at driving. Mm-hmm. They are very, it's, they're, they're, 
they're they're barely capable of doing it in perfect weather. So when it's raining like it is today, I it's it's a it's a crap show out there, man. <laughs> it's 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 like watching cats do algebra, and I'm not joking. I'm I'm not. I'm not bad at driving in the rain. I'm just bad at driving. I just, I didn't, I was one of those that was very defensive about my driving for a very long time. And then I guess it didn't occur to me that I was terrible at driving until my current company was like, we can't put you on our insurance. Because your driving record? Correct. And then whenever people ask me about speeding tickets, I know a lot of information about the court system and how how it'll go and what if you get it in this city. And then I I was like, I don't think good drivers know all that information. No. It's kind of like when you have a record, you know how all the courts work. You're like, well, that's the criminal court, but that's the civil court. And then (laughs) this is the family court. And you're like, how do you know all this? It's like, oh, nothing. (laughs) Yeah. um, um, YouTube. Uh, (laughs) Self-taught. Now, can you, are you good at driving the car? Are you just very aggressive? I'm very aggressive. Now, if I said, can you do a maneuverability test? Could yeah, you, could you get through it without hitting the cones? Yeah, I'm just very distracted. Distracted. I'm a distracted driver as well. I think we all are now. I yeah. think I might die from distracted driving. But the other thing though is, so when my daughter, she's had her license for like six years now, but when she got her license in Tennessee, I was really unimpressed at the level of anything you had to do to get your driver's license in Tennessee. You literally fill out the paperwork. You get a temporary for six months. That's standard. Mm-hmm. No driver ed required. No, no uh, student driver required. Like you didn't have to drive with a third party to get your permit. To get your per- there's like levels at most states. Mm-hmm. There's a written, and then you have to drive with someone that's not your parents for like. Anywhere from 40 to like 120 hours, depending on the state. Not your parents. Driver's ed had a written. Then you had to take a driver's ed course. And then the driver's test, you had to parallel park. You had to do a maneuverability test. And you had to go drive for like 10 minutes with an instructor in your car. Here was Tennessee. We filled out a written report. Or filled out a written test that was like two questions, honestly, maybe three. Then it was more than three questions. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Maybe it was 10. All right. Okay, fine. Let's say 10. It's 20 questions. All right. I'll even give you 20. Okay. She didn't have to do any driver's ed training. She didn't have to drive with a third permit. party. At 15 or at 16? Is this for your permit? Or she was you- 16. You might be able to get it at 15. I don't know the answer. She was 16 when we got her permit. But did she get a permit before her life? Yeah. She yeah, yeah, got a permit. And then you have to have a year and then you get your license. Mm-hmm. We only had to sign a paper that said she did drive with us for for 80 hours. So oh wow. We just signed a piece of paper that said, Yeah, she's driven a vehicle with us in the car for more than 80 hours, or whatever the hour minimum is. I forget what the hour minimum is. Yeah. But because she was already 16. And then and then all she had to do was drive around a country mile because we we took we did take the test in Wilson County. How were those eighty hours for you? 
And she was pretty good. The first few I made her, I made her learn to drive in reverse first in a parking lot. I said, if you can, I, le- I said, we're going to go in reverse first because if you can drive in reverse, then the rest of it's going to seem easy. So we literally started driving in reverse and had her doing maneuverability stuff huh. in a parking lot of a church. And Is that how we you learned, were taught? Yeah. Um, it just, it's in, in whether you go a couple feet in, in, in um, drive before you start learning in reverse, that's great. You should do that too. But like maneuverability and small little like controls and using the gas in reverse, because in reverse, the gas, like you use too much, you're already out of control like immediately. Yeah. So that's the way I learned. Um, and then I, I like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cause you can get pretty cocky going forward and don't, and we didn't have reverse cameras. Don't teach them to drive in the camera, teach them to put their arm on the passenger seat. Do you have a camera? I do now. I didn't at the time. Do you like it for, for getting out of parking spots? Yeah. I don't use it for when I'm maneuvering. You mean when you're backing in a parking spot? Oh, I never back in a parking spot. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I never will unless I like have to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think back. We don't have to go into that again. I'm, <laughs> if you didn't hear it, I'm completely anti-reversing into parking spots. <laughs> and it's a complete waste of time. Just I get, riled up. I get riled up because <laughs> anyway, we're not doing it. Let's let's move on from driving. I don't want to bore. Well, the let me tell you about my experience since okay. I'm a fellow Tennessean. All right. And um, looking back on it. I think you're correct on how non-rigorous it was, but I, I got my license in a real rural town. Um, so I, I get my permit at 15. You can get your driving permit you have to, you can't drive until you're 16. So the 80 hours was kind of out of the picture. You know, it was just until I turned 16. And so it was just a test. They give you a booklet and you, it's a test. Um, it wasn't like extremely easy, but I didn't, I didn't fail it. But I do remember that's where I found out that I had vision problems. I didn't know I had trouble seeing until I took out my permit. Cause you had to take a visual. You yeah. have to check where your you eyes. Stick your head in the machine. Yeah. Yeah. And they check your eyes. So that's always good. They're not just giving blind people driving permits. So do you have contacts now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I had glasses forever. Um, and that was after I started because I was real lazy, but that seems like a different topic. But I get my permit, and I'm driving around with my parents, and I'm, I get to get my license, and I'm like, I have to go. You have to take another test, um, and then you have to ride with the instructor. And... You, you usually have to do it in your vehicle or your parents' vehicle. You have to supply the vehicle. Yeah, but you're not talking about like an instructor that's – you're talking about an instructor that's at the DMV or the BMV, depending yeah. on which state you're in. Correct. It's not a driving school. Yeah. Which we didn't have. This is a real small town. No, that's Tennessee. That does nothing to do with the state. It's a state thing. Oh, because well, it's in Tennessee. We didn't have one. I guess I didn't know. You don't have anyone that's verifying. You don't have to have a third party because anyone's parents will sign off that you operated a vehicle. It's all on the honor system. Yeah. We'll see when you get a whole year, you know, you didn't have to sign off. I had, I've had it for a whole year. Well, most States you do a learner's permit and it's anywhere from six months to a year. But in that six months to a year, most States have 
kind of some rigorous challenges that aren't based on your parents just oh. signing off that you did it. Well, we got real honest. There's actual documentation that you went to a class, <laughs> you drove with another person that wasn't your dad. Yeah. Like, there's a thing. And okay. here's the thing. Tennessee can't drive, but I'm also not going to blame Tennesseans because I live in Nashville. I don't mm-hmm. do a lot of driving outside of this area. I don't I don't hang out in Paris, Tennessee. So I don't know if Paris, Tennessee Which can drive. Which is your loss. I'm sure. I love small towns. I'm yeah. sure Paris, Tennessee is beautiful. And mm-hmm. they might be amazing at driving. I don't know. I've never been there. Yeah. But. It's the best driving city in Henry County. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. It's on the bumper sticker. It's on the <laughs> sign when you pull in the city. <laughs> Um, so I get to the to drive with my instructor or the DMV guy, and my dad's plates are or light or his vehicle is not in regulation. The guy that just signed off for my eighty hours, the vehicle I've been driving around with him isn't up to code. Was it because just the plates, or was it sort of like blinker issues? I can't. It's been a it's been a, a few sleeps since then. Okay, but um, anyway, they were like, we can't. It's, it's not legal to drive this vehicle. So he, my dad kind of knows the guy that runs the DMV. Just shocking, you know, because it's Paris and so many people. But we, I get in the car with this instructor, and I'll never forget it. I'm, like, asking him questions as I'm pulling out, like, of the parking lot. I'm like, do I put my blinker on here? There's nobody behind me. You know, and there's, I'm like, I pull... Whenever I go to leave, I'm in the left side of the entrance of the DMV because it's a, it's kind of a gravel. I don't know if it's, it's it's there's no lines to enter the DMV, you know, painted lines. But I'm like on the far left, and I pull out on the far left of the you know the median merge, which was it's incorrect right off the bat. Yeah, right off the bat. And then I I, I go I'm like asking him like what's the worst you know, driving tests you've ever had. So you're talking to him about stuff that has nothing to do with your test. That's an immediate fail in Ohio. You are not allowed to, like the kind, they tell you do not have, that's considered distracted driving and a fail thing. Is talking? You're talking about something that's not the road, like merge here, left here. You are not allowed to just start talking about the Cleveland Browns to your instructor or talking about other, hey, what's the worst? Like that's just that they called that distracted driving. He was was a fail. At least it was. It makes sense why he was very unresponsive. He was very. Yeah. You're not supposed to talk to the instructor. I was like, man, this guy's a dick. Yeah. But he was like, you don't want to know. And I, in my, in my mind, it was because he was in it. This, this had to have been the worst driving instructor. No, he's had to have somebody wrecked. Right. That's what I was wanting to know. Well, the guys that do the driving school have definitely, that's terrifying because they got to drive with you for like a hundred hours, but you guys don't have that here. But the to just be sitting, just to be a DMV officer and have to do like a mile and a half, that doesn't seem that bad. Unless you're the kid that's never done driving, doesn't know how to use his turn signals. But like, like in the driving school guys, they got a hundred hours. Mm. They got to drive around with you and they got 20 or 30 kids going through the class. So their job is sitting in the car with student drivers. Yeah. That's, that's the, the cars that say like caution student driver. So yeah. But in Tennessee, they have those as a joke, like as a bumper sticker. Most States have, this is a student driver car. Oh Yeah. 
Like, it's like, there's a student driver car. It says it right on the side. I think some private schools probably. I'm sure there are some, like, I'm sure you can buy it. Yeah. Brentwood Franklin area has to have. I have seen the stickers, but it seems like a joke here. Like, it's just a, it's a joke for someone. Well, because everybody's just naturally good at driving around here. I'm going to argue against that, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't, like, I love it here. Uh I love Tennessee. I love Tennesseans. I'm even sort of rooting for your football team. Georgia plays Tennessee today, Mm -hmm. big game. So I'm not here. I'm not that weird Yankee that comes down here and then tells you about how the North is. You can vouch for me. I'm not that guy because I hate that guy. I'll vouch for you. Why did you move here? To your face. But other than the driving, and I'm not, like I said, I don't even blame Tennessee. There's a ton of California people that cannot. They, it doesn't rain in Southern mm-hmm. California, so when it rains, honestly, that 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 truck probably could have been a California driver. The California drivers cannot drive like in the ice, mm-hmm. in the rain, because they're not used to that. They're used to complete crazy conditions. They're well lit roads. Yeah, it's like welcome, welcome to the danger zone, buddy. It, there's no <laughs> lights here. Welcome to it's the dark. Yeah, it's crazy. You saw two wrecks. I saw two wrecks on the way here. I got my driver's license after all that. He said, you you got to promise me whenever you go through the intersection, whether it's green or it's red, you look at both both lanes that are oncoming. Don't just assume it's green and go through. And that could be a small town thing in any state right there. The guy who gives you a test is a little lenient and might know your parents. That. That could happen in any small town of any city. Yeah. I'm talking about the official regulations being just so lax here. <clears throat> yeah, I forgot you always read all the read up on all the regulations and stuff. Well, I don't normally read regulations. <laughs> I'm not a regulations guy, but I had to get my license, and then I watched my yeah. my daughter get a really driver's Yankee license in Tennessee. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I watched my driver like it was just I was very unimpressed with how little they made her do to hand her a license in the state of Tennessee. That's you were all disappointed. I'm I was like, dude, make her do like a parent. Please fail her. Her maneuverability was she had to park in a parking space. She had yeah. to park in a parking space. Did she back the maneuverability. In? No, they didn't. You didn't have to back in. I would have preferred her maybe back I th- in. I think they should have. They should have made you do a parallel park and a three-point maneuverability test. You know the thing where mm-hmm. you go left to the cone, come back to the same spot, then go right to the cone, then come back. Do that's, something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you don't know what that, that is, but no. that's what that's it's a maneuverability test. Hmm. It's just to make sure that you can drive the car and left and right and go in reverse and put the car back where you put it. Sounds like a dog show thing. It does. It is a, it's very much like a dog show thing. But teenagers deserve that. All right. We all right. So like we have a bunch on the show today, but like the draft, we're not doing a draft today. We're doing brackets. Yeah. Bracket style, 20 teams. It's going to look good. 20 teams. So here's what we're certifying today. So we'll go back to the other things because we we're, we are trying to keep the show down to an hour. And I yeah. think we're already at like 20 minutes. Yeah. So we'll come back to this. You went to a tractor convention. Yeah. And I went trick-or-treating. I want to hear kids. about trick-or-treating real quick. I think we're okay. Okay. We'll, we'll go. Um, so I took the kids trick-or-treating. It's the week after Halloween. Right. And there's I, no Almond Joys here. I There was no Almond Joys in my kids' bags this year. Uh-huh. I don't know why. That's happened. what I'd tell my friend that I promised to bring almond joys to. I there was almond joys here in the past. Yeah. So I'm not I know this is not just a, a Nashville hates almond joy things because there was almond joys in those bags last year. Something like I don't know if they went out of business or they stopped mm. selling fun size. Cause I got zero almond joys. Really? In the bag this year. What None. about the mounds? Not one mounds either. It's all the same company. Yeah. No, nothing. 
So they just didn't do king size or snack size. They just, if they did, they didn't sell any huh. because there was zero, zero. In, and I had four kids uh, doing trick-or-treating at my house this year. And they all poured their did candy you have a new out of the bag. No, their friends and stuff oh, came okay. over. And they did the thing where they pour it out and trade. I didn't oh. see one Mounds or Almond Joy. Did you teach them that? Yeah. I said, you guys got to trade. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, you pour your candy out and you find the candy that they like that you don't like or they prefer and you don't prefer. And you get candy that you do like or prefer. It's like a trade. All right. So name the kid that won the in your mind. So you always, I said, I told Addie, I think my daughter Addie won. So you gave her a pep talk. She's into the same candy I'm into. Okay. Okay. So she, when I said, go for the chocolate and you trade all the Smarties and the Starburst, a lot of Starburst this year. Mm. Um, did she like our list? I, I don't, yes. Because it shouldn't make your list. Starburst are fine like Starburst. for lobby candy. If I'm in your bank and you have a Starburst out, great. Am I going to buy Starburst from a store? Absolutely not. Hmm. Unless it's pink. I like pink the pink ones. The pink Starburst. And here's the thing. If you mix the pink and the lemon in your mouth, it tastes like strawberry lemonade. Mm. It's a beautiful combination. Wow. But my daughter's Man in the, the chocolate. Here. Get rid of all that hard, chewy crap. And go get yourself some Snickers and some Twix and some Kit Kats and some Reese's peanut butter cups. No or one trades the peanut butter cups. Yeah. No <laughs> one trades peanut butter cups or Kit Kats. No. They're generally the two things that are off limits. Kit Kats? Kit Kat's the number two candy on Halloween. I looked it up. Okay. Reese's is number one Obviously. by like a lot. Yeah. Um, I said, go get yourself some chocolate and get rid of all this chewy garbage. And she did. And her friend likes Starburst and Smarties and mm. and uh, um, a lot of Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. This year. A lot. They, didn't make our list either. I know. they, But they didn't used to have those mini bags of Starburst or uh, um, Sour Patch Kids. They used oh, to only yeah. be in the movie box. Like there right. was a movie candy, not a Halloween candy, but they've really done a really good job at packaging them in the, in mm. the, uh, in that package, in, in the Halloween package. And then the other thing I noticed is what they call, um, it's inflation, but it's where they should, the products shrink. Yeah. Everything is so much smaller this year. The, the, the fun size M&M packages now, they're, they're like, Eight M and M's in there. Now. No, no, they're terrible. It's like one mouthful. It's literally a mouthful per package. The Twixes are so little. Are they just the square? They're not the square, but they're they're a rectangle. But the rectangle's literally like tiny, mm. tiny. Snickers are still the biggest one. They've always been the biggest fun size. Like yeah. For the money, the Snickers is the best fun size, even though it's not the best candy bar. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a mouthful. It's like two bites. It's still two bites. Um, it's a good it's a good fun size. But the thing I noticed about Halloween that's just getting more and more angled towards the kids is the adults sit on the porch or in their driveway. You don't have to knock on doors anymore. Hmm. These kids. I was like, hey, their lights are on. They're like, they're not on the porch. I'm not going to wait for them to come to the door. Like, that was that was their attitude. Like, if they're not waiting on me at the porch or sitting wow. on the driveway, I'm not knocking this door. So, that was crazy. So, these kids, they don't know what it's like to wait for the old lady. And you see the shadow in the window on the other side of the door coming. Like, she's coming. 
she's coming. What's taking her so long? Why yeah. is this lady taking so long? Like that was the best part. None, none of that anymore. It's, it's, it's you all get to see their house. Yeah. You got to see in their house. Wait, my daughters didn't knock one door. No, they didn't knock one door. And there was enough parents where they didn't have to. The parents sit out in the in in the driveway or sit on the front porch because they're excited. I think it's because I think it's because our gener, you know, like anyone like under fifty, trick or treating was a huge deal for them as a kid. Yeah, like they grew up trick or treating in the eighties, like in the seventies, where it became a big deal. So they're having fun with it too. Mm-hmm. Um, well, too, they probably want to see their kid. Well, there's a lot more baskets too. <clears throat> baskets that say, "Just take one." Ah, because they're like that's what we do. Because we go out with the kids and we just have a basket, take one, and then we do a round around the. We, so we go like out for an hour, and then plan on coming to our house, and then we refill it, and then we go back out. So you we, refill it with your. The candy from the house or from the yeah, bucket? No, kids I, my buckets. kids would kill me if I took their candy. <laughs> that would be wrong. But it, Halloween's fun. I love Halloween. I'm just, it's so, it's so, it's so crazy how like we live life for kids nowadays. Like we don't even make them knock a door you, for free candy. You do. No, the whole, the whole, we went to two different neighborhoods. Didn't knock didn't one door. give one kid a piece of candy. Yeah, because you live on, on a, on a cul-de-sac and a dead end in a place where kids no don't. lights, no lights. I don't think they'd come to your door anyway. There's, I don't see a. I think we get one person coming up to this house if you had your lights on without you sitting in the driveway. And it'd be you. No way. No, my kids were like, I was like, go knock that door, and they're like, nah, no man, that's gonna slow us down. Because <laughs> that's what my that's what my twelve year old said. No way, I'm not gonna wait on that person to get up and get me candy. There's like. A row of people standing there with candy in their hand, waiting to wow. hand it to us at the sidewalk. Am I going to wait? Yeah. What? I got to be patient. But yeah, no. The biggest disappointment: no mounds or almond joy. They're not my favorite candy bar, but they're the ones my kids won't eat, so mm-hmm. they hand them over to me. Disappointment. But I've been fasting, so it actually worked out well. How's that going? It's good. I haven't had food in two days, but um, and I've been doing twenty-four hour fasts. And then a warrior meal. And I won't talk to you too much about fasting because I hate people talking to me about their diet. I have, I go 24 hours, I eat one big meal, and then I go 24 hours, and then I eat a big meal, and then I go two days. I haven't been doing the just no eating for 14 days, which I am going to do five days. Um, Very quickly here. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to start Monday and do like three days and then eat. But I need to get a five-day one in here before those family pictures. I have family pictures, don't want to look fat. Yeah. And I I need, for my own health, I just need to get this stuff off my, I need to get 40 pounds off my frame here. I hear you. I hear you. I wish you could just scoop it out. Do you want to go on the tractor convention or we want to go into the, the brackets? Uh, so I'll be brief. Um, I went to the the annual National Coyote Tractor Convention. At um, the Opryland Hotel, huge hotel. It's massive. It's massive. I get lost every time I go. If you're around the area, you need to go. Um, it's so cool that I take people that don't want to do any touristy stuff 
They're like, we don't want to do anything tours. Do you want to go where the locals go? I said, okay, whatever. Because I like doing touristy stuff. Yeah. Like when I go to other cities, they're like, do you want to go where the locals go? I'm like, no, I don't care about that at all. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to wait and like, I don't care. Take me to the cool stuff. Um, But the hotel's amazing. So I took my cousin there who's anti-touristy stuff and he loved it. It's, yeah, it's like it's it's like a whole uh, garden on the inside. There's like right. seven waterfalls. You, you forget you're in a hotel. Yeah, you think you're outside. Yeah, you're inside, but you're outside. I took a date there one time, and we were like, half of these plants got to be fake. So we played this game where we were like, fake or not fake, and then like we were like keeping points, and then we like asked a worker, and she was like, at the end of her shift, and she was like. They're all real. They are all real. And we've been playing this arbitrary game forever. We got lost for another hour and then finally found the vehicle. Well, because it's indoors and they can control it, there's plants that would never be in Tennessee there. So you think that banana tree is fake. You're like, that is not a real banana tree. It's a real banana tree. It's nice. I want to ride the boat. Have you rode the boat? Yeah, several times. I'd like to ride the boat. It's Um, fun. It's fun. Um, I had... uh, I get there and it's this big convention. They're clapping and everything. And they had a buffet, not a buffet, but it was like a catered area. There's not, it's not like a, when I say buffet, it's not like Shoney's or Golden Corral where there's like the, the plate on one end and like the line with the little roof, clear roof where you get it yourself. This is like a, somebody sitting behind it. And yeah. it was, they had prime rib and he cut it for me and put it on my plate and then they had brisket and then they had the gravy and they had mashed potatoes and mac and cheese did everyone get the buffet or did you have to buy that separate no i didn't pay for a thing the only thing i had to pay for was beverages free buffet and tractors yeah and um i my mom's boyfriend sells tractors and he sells he's like a huge um vendor of those coyote tractors so um it was pretty cool um, a lot of Canadians, a lot of Canadians. I met a guy named Paul from Saskatchewan. What brand was it? Coyote. So Coyote doesn't do majority of the large tractor brands that you hear of do large tractors, like large farm commercial grade tractors. They don't? They don't. Okay. They have a prototype in place that they're starting to merge that way in a smaller, large tractor role for like livestock. But most of their tractors are like yard tractors. So like if you have a, what are they calling them now? Mini farms or like sustainability farms or whatever. Mm -hmm. You've got like a small tractor with a front end loader. You know, it's nothing, it's nothing huge. Yeah, Detroit's loaded with these now because they tore down a bunch of neighborhoods that were abandoned. Okay. So yeah. yeah, you go up there and you're like, where'd the, like the neighborhood next to my neighborhood uh-huh. is torn down now. And oh. it's full of like, this guy started a honey farm on this yeah, section. Yeah. This guy has, a, you know, like lavender farm or whatever. Yeah. It's just like you, when the guy that has four goats and a, you know, and a horse, he has one of these tractors that, that cuts the, cuts the lawn, but also has a front end loader. Um, so they have like skid loaders and lawnmowers too. So um, anyway, he was like a big vendor for them. And um, it was in that hotel. I got a free cowboy hat. That was pretty sweet. Um, but the food, free food. And they had like a Western wear competition. And this guy, Paul, won it. He had this 
beautiful, like full leather coat. Um, and uh, he's from Canada, flew down. It was like to drive was 18, 20 hours or something. He flew in and he said while he was in the hotel, and I'll never forget this because I, I think he should go on record to say this. He says, I've been to Texas and everybody says everything's bigger in Texas, but I think everything's bigger here. Bigger in Tennessee, huh? I think that's what it's what he said. <clears throat> so, oh, we got, we yeah, got someone listening in Texas. So, I'm going to take it as everybody in Canada thinks that because he's from Canada. Okay. And yeah, so, because Texas is, Texas is massive. Right. Like, I know it's incorrect. You ever been on an on ramp in Texas? It's like you're somehow on an on ramp <laughs> on an expressway and you're five stories in the air. It's like, <laughs> why is all the highways so tall and big here? Like, everything's a highway there. We can't knock Texas though because it's the, uh, I love Texas. The home, the home place of Bucky's. Bucky's, Whataburger. Uh, yeah, I, I love Texas. Um, my favorite thing to do to Texans, and this is I stopped doing this. You know, I'm, I'm combative, but Texans like no, to tell me not that you. they're, you know, we used to be our own country, but they tell it to me like I have no idea how history works. And I said, no, yeah, yeah, you guys did used to be your own country. And then they talk about how proud they are and how they could go back. And I said, oh, you, oh, they must not have taught you why you're not your own country anymore. <laughs> because they don't teach that part in Texas. They have to take Texas. Uh, like, Texas history is a huge part of their history class, and it's completely flawed. Sorry, Texans. Um, but the reason that you're not your own nation anymore is your your money was completely valueless, and you guys were completely bankrupt, and you were ready to be taken over by Mexico. So you needed to go. <laughs> like you guys were completely. You guys were like a third yeah. world country at the end. Just yeah. so you know, you weren't like, so good that you made America great. Yeah. So look that up in your Texas history book. Oh, it's not in there. Okay. Well, read it in a different history book. <laughs> Jessup's history. Jessup's book. history. The book where you guys literally almost went bankrupt and taken over by Mexico. Um, <laughs> But I do, I do love Texas. And mm-hmm. so I stopped saying that to Texans, but I hated how they used to tell me because I go to Texas all the time and I just can't stand when they tell me how they used to be their own country with such a prideful look on their face. I have to knock them down a peg. Yeah. Where do you go? Um, well, my cousin lives in El Paso. Um, I've go to Dallas or for Fort Worth. I've never been to Dallas. I really uh, want to go. Probably once every two years. I'm in Houston once every couple of years. You've been um, to Austin? Yeah. Several times. Yeah. It's great. It's kind of like Nashville. It's expensive, dude. Really? For some reason, like, I don't know. It's not like I'm around a lot of people that travel, but it was like the people that I am around, there's a lot of murmurings about you've got to see Austin, Texas. I heard it's like Nashville with better food. Yeah. it's The food's different. We have better hipster southern dishes. Like, if you want. Wow. Like, if you want shrimp You're the first out-of-town guy that said we had. So if you want shrimp and grits, Nashville is a better place to get them. If you want brisket or um, like Tex-Mex or yeah. beef, the beef in Texas tastes better than everywhere else. It just does. Like they do beef better than every sense. single state on the planet. You get a steak in Texas, it's better, like better. But do they do pork barbecue better than anyone? No. I would take Memphis pork barbecue Ooh. over Texas pork barbecue wow. all day, every Mad day. Mad respect. But if, if you're talking... If you're talking anything to do with a beef product, it's better in Texas. It just mm. is. Um, their hamburgers are better than everywhere else. Um, they do a lot right in Texas, and beef is one of them. Nice. I'd, the hogs, I, I though. I need to go. 
their 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 hog barbecue is nothing to write home about. It's hogwash. It's hogwash. Yeah. It's not hogwash. I'll still eat it. But <laughs> if you think you're going to get a pulled pork in Texas that rivals a Memphis one, you're wrong. You are wrong. Let's hop into this. All right. So here's what we're the doing. Listeners want to know. Here's what we're certifying. So we're we're going through to figure out the top. We're going to do five or ten certification of classic NES video games. Right. Um, and so here's what we're doing. So this is not Super Nintendo. This is no. not Nintendo 64. This is classic Nintendo 8-bit video games. And so what I want to do... A lot of the names will be games from those uh, consoles, but... Um, and somehow we got something deleted, but I'm going to read down the don't list. Don't get it twisted. Um, it looks like the number three is Mike's Tyson's Punch-Out. So I don't know. I don't think anything got deleted. Um, yeah, let me read this down and then we'll do... We, this is a bracket. We're not drafting. Right. So I picked... I filled in the bracket. This is how we work. Mm-hmm. Whoever does... The, when we do a bracket draft, this is just like the March Madness. One person fills out the bracket and the other person gets to pick the bracket. So you both have very much control over what happens. So... I have the power of putting them into the bracket, and then you have the power of actually getting it down to yeah. what is the top, I think, well, the final four. And then we'll add on, so we'll do six. Okay. We'll certify six, because we'll do the final four, just like in basketball, uh-huh. and then we'll do six. So here, here's... here's start so at one. Start at one. All right. So Super Mario Brothers is 100%. The number one, the original. It's yeah. not actually the best Super Mario's. I think Super Mario 3 was better, but it's the literally the most important Nintendo game in the history, and mm-hmm. it's the second best Mario Brothers. So Super Mario number one, Mega Man 2 number two. And let me make sure we didn't... There's something rest up with this list. Hold on here. Let me scroll to the bracket. I, yeah, I think it's three. right. Three is Punch-Out. Okay, all right. So yeah. see, see what happened? It's just kind of... Oh, I see. All right. So the rest of them are going to be off. Okay. And then so we lost one somewhere. There's something happening, but we have 20 on here. So Mega Man 2 is number two. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, number three. Super Mario Brothers 3 is number four. Contra in at number five. It, let's make sure that's still... I don't think that's right. I think Contra six. Something happened with our document here. So what's five? Five is... Metroid got deleted. Oh, Metroid at four. All okay. right, so four is Metroid. Yeah, let's fix that. All right. We can keep going. All right, so so four Metroid, five Super Mario Brothers, three, six Contra, seven Excite Bike, eight Double Dragon, two, nine Ninja Gaiden, ten Super Mario Brothers, two. 11, Kirby's Adventure. 12, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade version. Mm. Way better than the Ninja Turtles 1 for Nintendo. It was never meant to be a Nintendo game. The arcade version was just way better than the one that was on Nintendo. So then they they fixed it and put Mm. it out on Nintendo. Because it's awesome. It's like Double Dragon, but with four players. Uh, 13 is Kid Icarus. And I have a little fact about Kid Icarus. Uh, and then 14, Techno, Super Bowl. 15, River City Ransom. 16, Kung Fu. 
17 spy hunter, 18 duck hunt, 19 ice hockey, and number 20 donkey Kong. So I'm just going to list all the games without doing any numbers. So you have all the, all the things. So we have donkey Kong, ice hockey, duck hunt, spy hunter, Kung Fu, river city ransom, techno, super bowl, kid Icarus, teenage mutant Ninja turtles Two, the arcade game, 11 Kirby's adventure, super Mario brothers, two Ninja Gaiden, double dragon, two excite bike, Contra, super Mario three, Metroid, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Mega Man 2, and Super Mario Brothers. There it is. Here's the thing. There's already going to be controversy in here, and I'm just going to just I'm just going to address it right now. Mm-hmm. Probably the second most popular Nintendo game on the planet, and the fan favorites are not on here because I did not play it. I don't play Zelda-like games. Right. I, so anything that's like those games... I don't play it. So I'm not a good person to ask if it's a good game. And you I were in charge of making the brackets. So. But they're boring. The minute you got me finding wood to take to this stranger to trade mm-hmm. for potion, Your mind I'm just out. Wrap around it. I, I'm not playing video games to do real life trading here. I get it. I have no interest in killing a dragon it's a by waste just of time. selecting items lower in a menu. What is that? I never even understood the purpose. And I, listen, I know it must be a good game because so many people love Zelda. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you fight by selecting things from a menu <clears throat> already means it sucks to me. Don't no interest. And I also left off puzzle games. And I like puzzle games, but I didn't play them at this point in my life. Like I was not playing Dr. Mario or Tetris. Okay. You know, when I was a little kid. So <laughs> I'm not saying they don't deserve to be on here. They I'm definitely saying- do. I'm saying I'm not the right person to ask. You're definitely. I I was we well, talked about this before and you you had you had control of the bracket. So next time we do this, I'll have control of the bracket. I, I think I think but that River, we, River City Ransom made it and not Zelda. I was pretty upset. River City Ransom's awesome. Uh, but so here's the thing. I'm not saying that Zelda shouldn't be on a Nintendo game or a, a list of Nintendo. It's just I'm not the judge. What is it? Number twenty? Or is it number one? I don't care because do I don't. I think they're all super boring. Um, I don't want to find <laughs> potion and trade it with a wizard in a yeah. hut. Um, I have no interest in that. Which is what you do in Ran- River City Ransom. But River City Ransom, you get to punch people too, and well, you, you get, get to, to cut people with a sword, which is what you people. do in Mega Man. Mega Man Two is maybe the best Nintendo game of all time. The only reason Super Mario is number one is because it's the most important. Um. All right. So, all right. So here's the bracket. Let's start off. We have, is it three or four play-in games? So we've got three, four play-ins. All right. Start at the top. Let's just go right down in order. All right. So, and, um, all right. So right now you get to this. choose. So uh, you have to do, this is between Spy Hunter and Kung Fu. One thing I want to say about your bracket, although you forgot some key players, I think Zelda and Tetris are the, the only way ones it was that set might up, make this if I had to put them on here. And I will say, I have not played a majority of these. I actually have never played an NES game. I but you played, watched, I had you watch. I did rigorous yeah, research, research on all of these. Um, countless hours of playthroughs. And what I will say is that your playing brackets, 
they're playing bracket player teams. Um, well, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. They the 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 two here, I think, um, were perfect to go against each other because so spy hunter versus kung fu seventeen sixteen here are two what looked like very fun games, but very one dimensional. Very one dimensional. Very one dimensional. They didn't have a lot of character changing or power ups, um, but I. I'm going to go with Spy Hunter here because I love the element of the the chase. It's technically an upset. Yeah. It's 17 t- beats the 16. I liked Spy Hunter. I don't know how we're going to keep up with it. Um, do we have a pencil or anything? <clears throat> we're just going to have to remember. Are we going to be able to remember? Yeah, let's write this down because we are not going to be able to remember. Yeah. There's a. Oh, wait. I have my phone. I have my phone. We okay, can do okay. in notes. I was like, dude, we are going Next to drive we got to make the bracket crazy. where we can punch it in there. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're going Spy Hunter. Maybe that website, we could have it on your laptop, Bracket HQ. So we're going Spy Hunter, 17 over 16 over Kung Fu. Kung Fu looked fun, but it also looked like a very like button-pushing game. Yeah, it, is, it looked like you just hit AAAA, just punch, 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 kick, kick. So you had four options to attack, essentially. Well, mm-hmm. six, because you could punch or kick... And so you could kick low, kick high, and jump kick. Yeah. And you could punch low, punch regular, punch high, and jump punch. That was it. So right. everything else was... And you're uh, a big punch game guy Yeah, from the list. Well, that's what games used to be except for Zelda. But like Double Dragon and... and mm-hmm. uh, that's why Metroid was so good. Or no, Well, Metroid was awesome too, but... Um, but these games were one-dimensional... I liked Spy Hunter because the frame moved it, like constantly, whereas Kung Fu, it was just like in Spy Hunter Two. The coolest part was like oil slicking someone, you know, oil slicks. It was more of a driving game than anything, mm-hmm. but it was really fun. It was a good game. Both of those are great games. I'm fine with. Um, so all right, so all right, so that was the seven. We should have started with this, the twenty, I guess. All right, the, now we got thirteen going uh, on twenty. Let's go to Bob. We'll just. Okay, right. let's go. You want to so go down? 1518. River City Ransom versus Duck Hunt. This was the first one I researched, and I was like, I've got to make a decision on who gets demolished because They're both gold. of these. I I did a lot of research on River City Ransom. Um, I just, because I just couldn't figure out what it was. It was a cool game. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, it, it was Duck a little Hunt bit all over the place. Was it was very one dimensional. So I feel like Duck Hunt 18, which would be 16, 17, 18, and then I guess we'll find 19 and 20 will be this way too. But at 18 is where the bracket, where I think the line is of one-dimensional gaming. Duck Hunt was very one-dimensional, but I'm a country guy. I like the, I loved the dog. It had a gun. Yeah, it was fun that way. Um Either way, it's going to get destroyed in the next round because it's going up against Mega Man. Right. And Unless you really love upsets. River City Ransom, I'm going to give it to River City Ransom. Here. All right, so you're moving River City Ransom beats Because Duck of its future, it was, uh, it was before its time in a way because you didn't work your way through the map and end at the map. The map was kind of interchanging. 
mm-hmm. right? From what my research it is, yeah, is you could go into one world and you could leave, and go back to this other world, and it it was it it was all one screen, but it was in a way an open map concept. It wasn't an open map like yeah, because nothing GTA. was open. It was nothing. Nothing was open world, right? But you could. If you went you through that options. door, you could come back through that door and come back. And yeah, you, you, you could. You kicked ass for coins, and then you converted your coins into battle upgrades. Yeah. So I think right where I was going with it was the reason I picked the River City Ransom was because of the dimension change. So River City Ransom steps up to play number two. So it's 215. Um 1914 ice hockey and Tecmo Super Bowl. Now, both of these were fun to watch. These both both of these were great games. Right. One was more fun to play and the other one was more fun to set up. Yeah. Okay. So in hockey, you got to pick a speedster. Mm, yeah. Or right. you could set your whole team to fat guys. There was there was a speedster, a medium, and a fat guy. So there was three body types you could play. So you could set your whole team to fat guys and you would literally have to play just defensive. You just, but the problem is the other guy could set his players to all speed guys. So it, it you, you would like, you would set this up a strategy. Like I'm two fat mm-hmm. guys and a speedster or I'm all medium sized guys or I'm all speedsters, but the speedsters would get clobbered by the fat guys. Like, so it was, there was like a strategy and then you kind of had to play with based on who you were playing to. Like if someone picked all speedsters, you'd have to like kind of pay attention to it. So there was yeah. a lot of cool stuff with the ice hockey. Now, Super Tecmo Bowl was if you everyone wanted to be Bo Jackson. So there was a thing where like if you could be Bo Jackson, you could just run, 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 run. But I was yeah. always the Cleveland Browns, and it was it, it was like this weird thing where it said the names, but it didn't say like it say their numbers. Mm. Um, so I was Bernie Cozart of Webster Slaughter. That was, that was my team all day long. But hmm. anyway, we spent a lot of time on these two. These, these two are, um, they, it was, well, as soon as you logged in, you knew exactly what the game was. There was no mystery. Um, but I did not, I think ice hockey takes it. Ice hockey, ooh, another upset. Because it was constant. Super Techno Bowl was 14, 19, ice hockey. I would prefer that, too. Um, but Super Techno Bowl is such a big deal. Like, kids played it at parties. Yeah. We had, like... It was a tough decision. Um, but Super Bowl, Tecmo Super Bowl, looked like it was fun to watch, but not easy to play. I guess, too, another reason is because the way it was... They couldn't manipulate camera angles like they can in Madden. No. So no, it was no, just you, one general view. It was just left or right. Yeah. And so, like, when they were passing the ball, it was cool to see when somebody was open, but you couldn't tell. Um, but anyway. Ice I, hockey takes I it. I took 19. Yeah. All right. Now we got number 13 versus number 20. Now, a little known fact um, about this is 13. Kid, yeah. 13. So 13 taking on 20. Kid Icarus. Is essentially the same thing as Metroid. Mm-hmm. It's a it's what they call a reskin in the video game, where they essentially take the same physics engine and the same thing, and they just put new graphics on top of it. And so, if it won, I was like, it has to play, 
It has, I love right. Kid Icarus. It was a very popular game. But it can't get past Metroid because Metroid is... I don't know. Maybe. It had cool graphics. It's up to you. It's the same game, really. It's just one had cooler, fancier. Metroid had more aggressive... I have Kid Icarus here. Donkey Kong, I was shocked because I would mainly play Super Nintendo. Um, but it was very one-dimensional. It was like Frogger with ladders. Um Donkey Kong is on this list because it was a decent game, but it was a very important game, too. Um, and I do take that into consideration. Like, there's mm-hmm. games that, are like, are very important. Like, I would put regular Super Mario Brothers somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, four or five in the real world. But without mm-hmm. that game, we don't have Nintendo. Right. Um, and Donkey Kong was actually an Atari game that they they bought. Mm-hmm. Um but it was fun. So Kid Icarus wins. So Kid we Icarus have Kid wins. Icarus beats it. So we so we're done with the playing round. Right, playing rounds. Um, so you win. Duck Hunt, uh, Techno Super Bowl, Donkey Kong, and Kung Fu are all out. They're out. Yeah, which these playing there's tend to be a lot of upsets. So. Yeah, the playing games are upsets. All right, so. Let's get the easy ones out of the way. Super so Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Brothers goes up against Spy Hunter. Right. We're going to post this bracket for all um, on our Instagram page. So the number one seed versus the number 17. Yeah. Super Mario Bros. Super uh, Mario Brothers wins. Wins. And then uh, Mega Man 2. Versus River City Ransom. Ransom. Mega Man wins. Mega Man 2. All right. Um. Now you got Mike Tyson's punch out number three going up against um, ice hockey. Meg, I think Mike Tyson's punch out oh, thank takes God the cake here because of just how iconic it was. It's my favorite Nintendo game outside of Mega Man 2. It was um, that's why it's three. It was good graphics. I'm not a big fan of the one button, the two button guy, you know, the, the fighting setup where you. Well, you could do high or left. low. So there was four. Yeah. You could punch left in his face or punch but in the body. But basically, you're just punching the remote. Not Mike Tyson's punch out because it was all. Here's what made Mike Tyson's punch out so cool. And it's still fun to play to this day. I'll still play it. Is It's not just about punching left and right. Each fighter you were fighting had patterns that you had to know. Mm. So it was about block, block, punch left, block, block, boop. Duck left, then punch to the face, then wait for him to open his mouth, then boom. Like it was all mm-hmm. about like it was like a boss. For if you just went button, if you just went punching, button punching on Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. you were done. You weren't going to make it to pass the first guy anyone can beat. Like a little kid could take the remote and beat Glass Joe, like just by smashing his fingers in the button. But if you think you're going to take up Mike Tyson's punch out and just hit left, right, left, right, or A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B, you're going to get destroyed. You get tired if you hit too many blocks. Mm. So you had, like, if you just swing away, you're done. You cannot beat that game of swinging away. And Mike Tyson knocks you out with one punch. So you had to figure out the people that can beat Mike Tyson didn't even get punched, and he was very fast. So it was. it's a lot more in-depth than you think. There was patterns you mm-hmm. had to recognize. Mike uh, Tyson's punch out takes it here. Okay. Um. So this is this is Kirby. This uh, is, yeah, but we're not there yet. Oh yeah, we're at Metroid and Kid Icarus. 
And so Metroid's the original. Right. Kid Icarus is a reskin, but Kid Icarus, it's the same game, essentially. And that's what I gathered from it. I just liked the skit of Kid Icarus. So Kid Icarus taking out my... That's fine. They're the same game. So to say, oh, that's offensive. Kid Icarus had more fun graphics. It was like silly. Yeah. Metroid, it was... I, I didn't see much like level change. It was just constant. Like it didn't break it into... The only level change was when you went in the blue bubble and you come out the blue bubble into the next one. You yeah. didn't go to a menu. You didn't set up a story much. Yeah, the original Nintendo, there was no memory. Mm -hmm. So, like, every game, you had no codes to save a game. Like, there was no saving a game. I'm not saying that you had to. I'm just saying in uh, Super Mario, you went in a door, went down a pipe, and you went to a different world. Mm -hmm. And then it was just a little, as I was watching it, I watched a lot of it because I was trying to find... I was trying to find where a level stopped and starts, but there wasn't much. So, uh, anyway. Yeah, uh, either I, one of them's fine. Um, I liked I liked Kid Icarus, but I'm okay with Metroid getting in. Kid Icarus is fine. Pick one. Every, this is up to I you. I liked Kid Icarus. I liked right, the graphics. Kid Icarus gets in. It beats the four, which this is This is our upset, upset guy so far. Kid yeah. Icarus is our sweet 16 here. Right. Or actually our Elite Eight or whatever. <clears throat> um, and so, I think Super Mario's three takes... Take so Super Mario's three versus Teenage Mutant Ninja the, Turtles. The arcade twelve, yeah. So you're going Super Mario Brothers I'm going three. Brothers three, and then um, I got another upset for you. Mega. So that's that's Kirby though. Kirby beats Cortana. Kirby beats oh, Contra. 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 Okay, so Contra. I watched it. I liked the graphics of Contra. It was very Rom- Rambo vibe. Very Rambo vibe. And Contra has a very thing that your mom, you maybe not even understand where this reference comes from. Mm-hmm. Contra is the game about the secret code that started it all. Mm. So Contra is the game up, down, left, right, A, B, A, B, select, start. I missed that slightly. I'm off, but I'm sort of on. And it would get you 99 lives if you did the up, down, left, right, A, B, A, B, select, start. So when people say that and you see people with T-shirts that have the pattern up, down, left, right, it was like it's the thing that started. It's the first video game that started the whole secret code and you get a whole different thing. Hmm. You could get unlimited ammunition. You could get unlimited lives there was all types of secret codes in contra and that's what made it so cool and it was a pretty good game but kirby was also a great game i liked kirby i watched a lot of kirby um it was fun the audio was fun the background was light and exciting i i liked kirby here i liked kirby a lot kirby was fun i liked kirby a a lot all right, so moving down, we have the number seven versus the number ten. Excite Bike versus Super Bros. Mario two. Brothers Two. Excite Bike was the best Nintendo racing game because there yeah. was only like racing games used to be terrible. Right. It's like in Bros Two was like if they watered down Bros One because it, everything was faded. It was still had a lot more dimensions than Excite Bike, and that's where I've been kind of like. 
the integrity of the game, I feel like, is in the complexity of its design. You're a little younger, so like you were before video games just being one thing. But like, Excite Bike here takes it. Oops. Excite Bike, yeah. Um, because it looked like a fun racing game. Oh, it's fun. Excite Bike was sweet. So Excite Bike takes out Super Mario Brothers 2. Mm-hmm. Little known fact about Super Mario Brothers 2, it's just a reskin of a Japanese game that already existed. They didn't have a plan for Mario Brothers 2. And they had a game that was a side scroller in Japan that was doing well. And that's why Super Mario Brothers went from Mario or Luigi to four characters because of the reskin of the game that they did. And I don't remember the name. I did like that about the bros too. So Super Mario 3 is originally intended to be a Mario game. Super Mario 2 is never intended to be a That's why it's different from the mm-hmm. rest of them. It's just a reskin. Right. But it was still a fun game. It was the first one where you could be like the princess and she could jump fly. Mm-hmm. Um, Toad was really fast. Um, yeah. Luigi kicked his legs. like that. So the fact that they reskinned the game introduced all these new characters sort of on accident. So, But it was fun. But yes, I... I will take Excite Bike over Super Mario Brothers 2 too as well. That best racing game for NES. It unfortunately won't make it very far, but All right, so then you got one more at the bottom. You got Mega Man 2 well, versus that's Duck the, Hunt. That's the we're going to go to the 8 9 cuz that was the 7. Oh, 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 okay. So, I'm I'm working up the numbers here. So, we started with Yeah, we did 6 11 and then we did Gotcha. I thought you were just going down. Yep, you're good. So you're All going right, Ninja so. Gaiden versus Double Dragon 2. Um, Eight versus nine. I, I didn't see a lot of differences with these two games. So if you want the difference, Double Dragon 2 was cool because you could use different weapons that you found, like you would knock the chain and you'd get a, a right. knife. Yeah. Um, but there really was nothing but punch, kick, punch, kick, jump, punch, kick. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a button smasher, a true button smasher. Ninja Gadian was cool. Because it had because a woman in it. You could, yeah, you did. And you could jump on the walls. So you did. It was the first video game that did that thing where you'd go, like, you had to go up vertical mm-hmm. on two walls and you wall. go one wall two wall one wall but you go back you go back and forth between the walls to then jump up to the higher level but ninja mm-hmm. gadian was the first one that did that i think it was the first popular one so ninja gadian had this cool thing where like you were constantly jumping mm-hmm. where double dragon was just left you just went right like you never even went left. yeah it was just a go right you never could go back ninja gadian had more depth of like levels double dragon had cooler weapons I had I had Ninja Gaiden here. Ninja Gaiden is what I had. That's a good one. Mainly because it had a a uh, very endowed woman on the menu screen. Yes, it did. All right, all right. So we got that. So and then I think we had. I think that's that's no, it. Mega Man Two versus Duck Hunt. Okay, Mega Man Two. All right, perfect. Yeah, that's. It destroys Duck Hunt. All right, so we got Super. No, the, I, it was River City Ransom. Oh, River City Ransom. Yep, yep. We River City Ransom. My bad. Um, and so here we're gonna have to do a little. So, so, so Mega Man Two. We'll, st- River we'll City start Ransom. from. We'll go from high C to lowest C. So right now, who's here's who's left: Super Mario, Mega Man, 
Um, so in this first bracket, it's Super Mario versus Spy Hunter. Super Mario takes it. So and Ninja Gadian takes it. I think Super Mario's beats Ninja Gadian to get into the final four. So Mario, Super Mario is going to the final four. Mm-hmm. Which it should. All right. And then here we have um, Super Mario 3 versus Kid Icarus. And I think Mario Bros. 3 takes this. Because I think out of the three Marios, that's the best Mario. Well, they're going to play next. Right. Um, And we got Kirby, Kirby. versus Punch-Out. And I think Kirby takes it. Kirby beats Punch-Out? Right. I really liked Kirby. And Punch-Out was a, a fan favorite of yours. But I really liked the game where you collect and you bounce and you jump. And you move through levels. Punch out was the same screen. It was just, it was a. It's the same thing. It just changed fighters, right? Every round. Um, All right. So punch out goes down 11, to Kirby. Wow. Eleven. Yeah. Um, Mega Man Two beats Excite Bike to make it into the final four. All right. So Mega Man Two. Okay, so right now we have Super Mario going up against Super Mario Three, and we have Kirby going up against Mega Man Two. Right. So these are the these are the four certifieds. Right. They're in. They're not in order. They're not in order. Um, But they're um, certified. If I think if I was to put one that was not on the list in, I think it has to be Punch Out. All right, Punch Out, and the other one I like is Excite Bike. Mm -hmm. So those are the top six. I'll take Excite Bike. You take Tunch Out. Uh, yeah. Unless you have another one. No, I mean, Kid Icarus was, you know, I mean, it was a, a tough challenger, um, mainly because Kid Icarus, it was a, it wasn't a close battle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Metroid, they're kind of the same game, but um, that's the only one I could see making it into the six. I, I was not a fan of the nine eight matchup. I I really I mean it was going up against Super Mario one, so I could really care less um, because I knew it wouldn't get certified. But not a Double Dragon fan. Double Dragon was so I didn't huge. play him. It would be a lot. It had a movie. It had a movie. It was a bad movie. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Okay, so at least it's consistent. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we're down to the final four, I think. All right, so it's Super Mario 1 versus Super Mario 3. Now, here's the thing. Super Mario 3 is a better game. Super Mario Brothers 3 defeats its predecessor, Super Mario Brothers 1. All right. The skin, the audio, the levels, the power-ups. Super it, Mario it 3 was, is it just, was just a, Super good. I mean, Super Mario Brothers... Is the older brother that allowed the younger brother to be great, mm-hmm. but the younger brother has learned from not only his own mistakes, but his older brother's mistakes. It would be like if Eli Manning was better than Peyton, but yeah. it's not, he's not. No, but. it would be like if the youngest one that's at Texas is better than all of them. It'd be is like. Is there another Manning? There's a Archie Manning that's at Texas, the quarterback. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. He's coming up. I don't. I, he's committed. It, you see what I'm saying, though. Yeah. It's um. All right. So Super Mario Three goes to the finals. Right. All right. And now you have Kirby versus Mega Man Two. Mega Man Two takes this. Mega Man Two is a great game. It is great. Um, it was exciting. It was a little dark for my liking. I'm not a big um dark mode guy. Um, oh, it's very dark. Yeah, it's, it's like, black background the whole time, yeah. and then the the difference is the 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 levels are little dots like yeah. the floor. And the but I did like I liked the audio, I liked the motion, I liked the story, I liked the I liked the overall. Um, although um, that's Kirby. I, uh, yeah, it's throwing me off. I, although I really liked Kirby. Kirby, you know, you, well, you took it to the final four. Yeah. So it's not a slouch. You took a, you took an underdog. They're both the same structure of a game. Kirby and Mega Man 2. So Mega, Mega Man, Man 2 just does it better. Yeah. Mega Man 2 is probably my favorite Nintendo game. And ever. Mega Man 2 is sort of so the reason like why this. Super Mario Bros. 3 wins is because Mega Man 1 is not on here. Yeah, Mega Man One is not as good. Yeah, because they, they start two and three. Two they is get amazing. Three is yeah. Two is like the the like oh my gosh, what is it? like? No one knew Mega Man One really. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mega Man Two was the one that every single person had. Like mm-hmm. every household had Mega Man Two. If you had Nintendo, you had Mega Man Two. Um, okay, so all this right. is the toughest decision. Super Mario Three. This is the championship game. Yeah. Super Mario Three versus Mega Man Two. And I'm taking Super Mario Brothers Three. Super Mario Three. That's a good choice. They're both at that point. They're all good choices. So and it, it really only came down to the the background, the screen. I liked I liked the light colors. I liked the upbeat. I like the. I love Super Mario games. You don't have to explain it to me. I love yeah. Mario Kart is my favorite Mario, but they mm-hmm. didn't even have it for mm-hmm. the original NES. Because I love those colors. They're, it's fun. It's goofy. It's vibrant. It's silly. There's mushrooms. It's, yeah. There's a princess that you're. It's like your real hero's journey. If you listen to last week, Mario <laughs> is a hero's journey video game. So all right. So to the ones we're certifying the top six, we have. Number one is Super Mario 3. Bros. 3. Super Mario. Yep. Uh, Mega Man 2 at number two. Mm-hmm. Now, do we do Super Mario at three or Kirby? Because they both made it to the I top. I think Super four. Mario makes sense. Super Mario 3. I think that it was a number one seed. It, it was, and it was a tough call. Kirby number four. Yeah. Kirby got annihilated. By Mega Man. So and that's then what hurt it. Punch Out, number five, mm-hmm. and Excite Bike, number six. Yeah, which I'm, I don't know about Excite Bike. Dude, <laughs> oh, Excite Bike's the only racing game that mattered for Nintendo. It's a, the rest it was of them a seventh terrible. seed. But that's fine. Like, I mean, as long as you didn't take Donkey Kong to the end, I'm fine. You Every other like, game on there. Metroid was a four seed. Metroid's great, but Metroid, I mean, I do, it doesn't bother me. That's, that, this is why you give up control. You bracket them, yeah. and you hand off well, but control. This is, this is out of the bracket. This is you. You like, I'll give you excite bracket six. Oh, oh, so you're saying, well, you you didn't even have, you didn't even let, um, Metroid Pass, you beat Kid Icarus. I know. He lost in his first game, I so know. it definitely can't be the top five. <laughs> what, I mean, but what about Kid Icarus? I, I, side bike's cool there. It we could it. do top eight. All right, so we could do. Well, there's. it's fine. No, six is cool. I just, 
I'm the, I have a, yeah, you're, you get Excite Bike at six and that's it. That's Excite Bike was huge, dude. Everybody played it. It was such a cultural icon. There it is. And, um, we didn't time it. We didn't time it. I have no idea how long we've been going. (laughs) We need a timer. All right. So we certified the top six NES, NES, high cop video games ever. Mm -hmm. And we have, a 20 list that you disagree with because there's no Zelda. Right. And others. But I haven't played, I never played the NES, so I gave you <laughs> full control over all this, so I can't complain. Just like you can't complain about Kirby. Nope. It got through. All right. So I think that's it. Yeah. I appreciate you guys listening. Let's, uh, let's post this bracket. Yeah. On our social. Let's post a bracket on social. Let us know what you think. Um, and maybe comment about what you want us to rank. And we'll try to get it on here. Perfect. We'll talk to you next week. See you next week. Good talking to you, Jason. Good talking to you, man.